writing on the wall. We are the writing. The shadows on the moon. The shadows on the moon. We are the laughter in the dark. We are the laughter in the dark. Footsteps behind you. Footsteps behind you. We are the hand beneath your bed. The hand beneath your bed. The hand beneath your bed. The hand. Hello, we are the hand beneath your bed discussing the films and shows that have been fueling your nightmares. I'm Chloe. And I'm Christina. And welcome to mini episode four of the Halloween Horror Countdown. I know what you did last summer. That's not true. She does not know what I did last summer. Actually, I do. I do. What? You met what a did dude. I do? Moved, <laughs> moved Shut in <laughs> <laughs> that was at the end of summer. You have no clue what I did at the beginning of summer, which right. was nothing. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I moved last summer. I moved an entire. I moved from one city to another. But anyway, mm-hmm. plot. I know what you did last summer. Go. Um, all I remember is. Summer holiday, probably 4th of July, if I'm correct. Uh, Driving, and they hit someone. And then they decide to dump them in the water. And then soon after, they get a nice little message saying, I know what you did last summer. And everybody is freaking out. The human psyche goes completely bonkers. And they're all interrogating the other friend. Who's written this? Who said what? Do you know whose handwriting this is? What's going on? And spoopy ship happens. Ship, not ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they um, run over someone who they believe for the entire film is one person, and then they discover at the end they actually hit a different guy who, when they shove him into the water, is actually alive. Um, which is stupid because... Like, as he falls in, he, like, grabs uh, the girls, like, she's some kind of fish queen, beauty queen, pageant queen, whatever. So, yeah, so he grabs, like, her uh, crown, and then Ray jumps into the water to get it, and the guy's, like, floating there, like, fucking Jason Voorhees. He seems to be dead, and... I don't know how he survived, you know. But hey, uh, it has some interesting notes. It was written by the same guy, Kevin Williamson, who did Scream. But it was less satirical than Scream, I think. Um, A lot more of a genuine, serious slasher. For me, I always found it jarring because it has Sarah Michelle Gellar in it and she's not fighting back, but she does have one of the best death sequences I think it's a chasing death sequence that she does which is quite cool um and then there's like obviously the whole what are you waiting for scream moment uh that she does do you know how they came how that came about not a clue maybe she was just impatient and wanted uh the craft you know, service, and they haven't taken a break all day. <laughs> no, it's um, they did a competition to like to to get a fan to have a line in the film, and this boy wrote, "She stands and like 
puts her arms out and screams, what are you waiting for? And when they read it, they're like, this is fucking dumb. But then it's turned into like one of the most iconic moments of the film, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Where she's like standing screaming, what are you waiting for? Like a maniac. Um, Perfect image. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, other than that, though, it's it's kind of... It is pretty much... It's a generic slasher. Um, and it has two... <laughs> really quite... Eh, mediocre sequels. The second one's not too bad. It's just... It becomes more... Teens on an island getting murdered. And, oh, by the way, the guy who we... Killed off in the first film. Except we didn't kill him off. He has a son. And he's going to join in the murdering now. Because we felt like it. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. All these have spoilers. <laughs> uh, the, the, what I do like is that the in the second one has Jeffrey Combs in it. And Jeffrey Combs is awesome. Mm-hmm. Christina's going... Christine's going, who's Jeffrey Combs again? And I'm like, dude, it's reanimate your guy. And then she's going to go, oh, God, no, no, no. no I, I know who his name is because <laughs> it's tattooed on her heart. No. She loves him. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> like, he is actually awesome. Um, like, she very, finds him handsome. Yeah, he is. Very good character actor. Um, and he's in, like, he's in Star Trek and fuck tons of horror films from beyond, which is just really weird and reanimator obviously which i love reanimator is a great film um it also has uh like a couple of other people in it who are there just generally to be fodder and the jack black playing a white guy with dreads who's smoking lots of weed who is really he's just it's just a strange insert into the film like i don't quite get why he's there but it's uh, quite, and it's an odd one because like they they obviously wanted Freddie Prince Jr. in it because he's he he and the Jennifer Love Hewitt got back together at the end of the first one, and then he's like, oh, uh, I'm not gonna be in it all the way through because I have to spend my time trying to get to her by this strange convoluted thing instead of just having him be on the island from the beginning I don't I don't quite get it and then of course there's the third one which oh my fucking god what the hell was that so like in the third one <laughs> spoiler alert because if you haven't seen it please don't watch it shit it is actually shit and I love I love and will watch a fuck ton of shit horror films but this one's just fucking terrible there's like this um they actually turn the fisherman killer guy into a ghost that is hunting these teens that's I feel like you know after the first movie has been written out carefully um and becomes quite popular uh People think of a second one, and if that one does decently, they're like, you know what, let's push for a third. And it's always with the second or third one that there's a breaking point of some sort. It's very rare that any type of movie will have more than three movies, and then it just becomes like a whole series going on right there. That actually tends to happen with uh, horror films and slashers in particular. So Scream's not too bad, because the second one I think is actually really good. But the third one is just 
uh, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I enjoy it because it's Scream, but it's 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 crap. I know what you did last summer. The first one's good. The second one's meh. You know, it's good. I'll watch it. If you like the first one, yeah, you know, it's it's enjoyable enough. It's got a good turn by Brandy in it. You know, it's it's all right. Jeffrey Combs. Well, I mean, I entirely suggest people watching. I know what you did last summer. You know, it's one of the first ones that. Uh, what, what is it, BBC or Lifetime aired around Halloween all over TV, at least in the States for, for me. And it's something that I caught on television way before we got DVDs in my house and everything. So it was actually like a Halloween special. Oh, interesting. Like It actually happened about two weeks before Halloween would begin. Oh, cool. uh, it would be mostly for the adults, actually. So it was on um, one of the channels that I wasn't always watching you know, but it did air a few times. I'm pretty sure it was Lifetime. <laughs> That's interesting because, like, um, the first time I watched it, so obviously, me and my friend, like, I watched Scream. I watched the et- a part of Scream, a chunk chunks of Scream, because I wasn't allowed to watch the whole thing. So I kept walking in and watching bits of it, and then I watched Scream Two. I watched the whole of, then went back and watched Scream 1 with my friend. And then we went on like a trying to watch as many slasher films as we could kind of a kick. Like we'd watch as many horror films as we could. And that's when I start, like that's when I, he, he'd go to the video shop and he'd rent them and bring them around to my house on like a Friday after school. So he brought, I know what you did last summer, uh, that I'm still waiting slash lovers lane film and urban legend. And I had, obviously, being the family with the fucking massive video collection, because the VHS at the time, um, I contributed stuff like Halloween and uh, other various, like, random obscure films that we had. We watched quite a few uh, gothic horror ones, like Dracula and shit. And we went on real, like, horror film kick. And then after school, we'd go any time a horror film was released we'd we'd go and watch them in the cinema so we went and saw The Ring the day before my 15th birthday The Grudge and various other ones um <laughs> on the side you know the movie The Ring the insult I've constantly gotten as a child was I look like that girl <laughs> because my hair was always super unruly as a child I would just be like I wouldn't give a shit so people always said, you really remind me of this one actress. And I would wait for, you know, a, a, a name that I would recognize. Or uh, if they showed me a photo, I was like, oh, okay, we do look similar. Now it's this gangly creature that comes out of a well. <laughs> <laughs> what an insult. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> noted, thank you. Um, but actually, the reason why I watched The Ring the first time, my friends played a very cruel trick on me and said that it's about, I was obsessed with wedding movies as a child. They're like, oh, it's one of the newest wedding movies. And I was waiting. And it wasn't. But I sat through it anyways. Just Fuck, so I could dude. through it. They, they were right next to me. They were just like, if she, you know, pussies out, <laughs> we're going to hold this over her. But I didn't. I just couldn't sleep for about a week and a half. <laughs> no TV, nothing. I lock my door, lights on everywhere, you know. Then I jump into bed from a distance. All all that jazz. Yeah. So like, um 
I know what you did last summer was just that. It's it's like it's one of the post scream slasher films, so it's it's got some strange like it's got some referential moments. Like slasher films really had like a boom after Scream because Scream was so good and then it became very generic very very fucking quickly which then the genre didn't it's not completely died off but it's not really the people stopped doing it now everyone's into psychological thrillers you know something on the brink of horror but not or ghosty like so there was that fake there was paranormal activity the conjuring is insidious and um then obviously, like, which I can't deal with. <laughs> well, it's like well, to the mid two thousands, they started doing all the um, and I use this term lightly because I I'm f- I fucking don't like it, but gornography films, so like Hostel, Saw, where uh, the collector, where the emphasis was more on the the just like the how gross they could be as opposed to the inventiveness. However, that I don't mean that of Saw or Hostel actually, people lump them in with these films because the sequels are like that but the like the first two Hostel while gross is a fucking clever film and I love it and Saw it I love that film I think it's great and and obviously you know okay, thank you because we would have fought on that art <laughs> yeah Saw if you said you hated Saw no, I don't know if we could be friends well, I love Saw Saw's great like I mean, I even. I feel like all the Saw movies are amazing in their own way because, you know, it's each type of person had their own contraption or their room to get out of. So it was very, like, it, it's the same concept, but it all looks so different. It was very interesting yeah, to it, see what torture instruments that they came up it with. Was, it was interesting. I do think, though, towards the end, it became very. Um generic repetitive maybe like not like not repetitive in the sense that they did the same thing but it became how gross can we get with it as opposed to how interesting can we make the trap because that's what they should have focused on Mm -hmm. because at the beginning the traps were an interesting concept but they weren't the focus of the film so like in saw it's about the mystery it's about trying to figure out who's put them there it's about trying to figure out why they are there and then mm-hmm. in the second one, there's an there is also shades of that. There it does go slightly more towards the gross. Talking about the needle pit here, that that fucking sucks. That was my the, favorite scene. It's I... so <laughs> horrible. Like it is fucking nasty. But they have that, and then the the sequels they just go more and more into how gross can we make this scene as opposed to how interesting can we make the reason for the trap. Though I am super fucking looking forward to the new one, Spiral. Like, starring Chris Rock, it has uh, Samuel L. Jackson in it, and the trailer is fucking great. Like, I saw it and I went, ooh, I can't fucking wait for that shit. Like, that looks like it's going to be really, really good. See, I'm totally excited. She has this maniacal, cynical, childlike laughter of "I can't wait." Yeah, and it's stunning. It yeah. just fits the genre in itself. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, a little movie horror movie scene right before like somebody just disappears. I can't fucking wait. It's going to be great. Like, or, or I mean, it looks like they've actually really wanted to fucking go for it with it, and it's more of a focus on the detectives. They've they've. Like I think Chris Rock decided to 
really go somewhere else with it and I am looking forward to it I really really am uh, it should be good should be good I mean I wish I was in that movie because then Chris would be my rock during the <laughs> just, just no you know. just just no <laughs> Um, so we've had our chat about I Know What You Did. We didn't really talk that much about I Know What You Did last summer. It is kind of a generic horror film. Um, I mean, we, we now at least know what films we watched last summer. Yeah, I not know. about the movie. And the majority of the ones the majority of the ones we talked about I did watch um, last summer because I was I was bored shitless and I really wanted to stay inside and stay away from the sun watching horror films. Um, Can I just a side note about summer how depressing is it being adult during summer and no longer children who can just demand or ask their their parents to take them to the beach constantly it's you have to find your own way and it feels like it's halfway across the country half the time wherever the beach Beach sucks you hate the beach yeah i love the beach i've never seen blue water though it's very saddening (laughs) i know no the beach i hate the beach it's fucking horrible Every place I've ever lived in either has shingle roofing for the beach part or the bl- blackest, greenest water I've ever seen and not the clean <laughs> kind. So uh, we'll wrap up here because we've, we've gone wildly <laughs> off the topic of I Know What You Did Last Summer. I, I to, to be honest, I, I enjoy it, but it's not really... The, there isn't much to talk about on it. Um, the next you just film- sit through and watch it, you scream where need be, and then you... you- Use it as a, I'm bored. I'm going to watch this movie now. It's good, but it's a, I am extremely bored and I've gone through Netflix, Hulu, and whatever else you pay for. I I feel like watching some, some slashers. Yeah. Like, I, I lump it in with, like, if I feel like watching some nostalgic slashers, I'll watch that, Cherry Falls, and the film we're going to be discussing next, next time, Urban Legend, which I fucking love. I think it's great. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Not least because it's got Michael Ro- Rosenbaum in it, and he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, She's so ecstatic. Yeah, man, I, I love it. I love it. It's great. <laughs> that like once again, though, it's one of those ones that's let down by the sequels. the The first sequels generic and boring and forgets the purpose of the first fucking film, and then the third one is just god fucking awful. It's re- really, really stupid. I don't like it. I will watch it every time I rewatch them, though, because it's what I do. I, I torture myself with these things. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is us for today. And I hope you join us next time to listen about my love of urban legend, because, hey, it's what we're here for.